time is running out. If you haven't gone online and voted in the Harford County Living Community Choice Awards yet, do so. You have up until February 28th. You could pick things such as what is your favorite local ice cream stop? What is your favorite local coffee place? Who is your favorite local radio personality? Keep in mind, the key word here is local. And when I say local, we mean local. None of these franchises, so I'm not going to mention any names here, but you know the deal. Support local. That's the key. That's why we do this. So go on HartfordCountyLiving.com. You have until February 28th to vote for your favorites. As I'm sure you all know, each week on HartfordCountyLiving.com, we feature an artist of the week, whether it be a photographer, a painter, a dancer, an author, or even a musician. We consider that art. We were fortunate enough to have a young lady from Harford County come up and visit because she's actually living in Nashville now and sit down with us and record this episode of Harford County Living. So sit back and enjoy and hear how this young lady started at the age of five and is now living in Nashville, working for BMI and playing on the stages down there. And you know what? I have a funny feeling within the next few years, you're going to see her on stage with Chris Stapleton. So on this episode, we have singer, songwriter, musician, Piper Bateman. Welcome, everybody, to the Hartford County Living Podcast. Uh, we are fortunate today we have a local artist from Hartford County that has moved to Nashville, what, a year ago? A little over a year, yeah. A little over a year ago, and we were lucky enough to, she's up visiting for the holidays, and it's like, you got to come in here, so <laughs> she agreed. Piper Bateman is on with us, and if you haven't heard of her name yet, believe me, you will. Extremely talented musician, songwriter. Yeah. And God only knows what else she does. But <laughs> I, thanks for coming on. Thanks I, for having me. I, I have to ask, of course, you know, first question with any musician. How old were you when you started and why? Sure. So I started playing music when I was five or six years old. Um, I started playing violin first. Okay. So my first in- instrument was violin, um, and I played all through high school, actually, but um, started with private lessons, um, and that's how I learned to read music, and I feel like violin really created my knack for string instruments. Um, Makes sense. Now I play guitar, and played ukulele, and I'm learning banjo, and um, but I have a really hard time with anything else. Like, I can't pick up piano for the really? life of me. Yeah, I think I'm just super string-oriented. I don't know. You still um, play violin? I picked it up here and there, but <laughs> I wouldn't say I play it um, all the time. I would like to really like learn how to fiddle now that I live in Nashville, but 
There's that, just not enough time. In the how band. much harder is it to, for the banjo? Um, banjo is four strings. They're tuned differently. It's it's a whole different instrument than guitar, but I think it's kind of the concepts that okay. will make it a little bit it's easier. I've always loved was banjo. Yeah, it's a great sound. Wouldn't be able to play one, but <laughs> always loved it. Yeah. And at five years old? Yeah, so I started, I guess my parents, the story is they asked me, or I told them I wanted to play an instrument and they gave me a few choices and we just went with violin. And um, I played in the orchestra in elementary school, middle school, um, while doing private lessons. And then started guitar at 12, 11 or 12. You also played solo at Crash Hour Auditorium at six years old. <laughs> what? Luckily, my mom's here to recall these things. I got to say kudos to your mom, first of all, because if my daughter would have came to me at five and said, I want to play an instrument and violin was a choice, I would have said, no, you can play the kazoo. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> well, I thought the violin was easier than having to go buy a piano. Uh, but definitely I a lot just, smaller. Yeah, yeah, that was it. But did it sound like cats, screaming no, cats when she first started? Good. Really? So you picked it up pretty quick then? I guess so, yeah. I mean, enough that... Her teacher put her on stage solo at, in front of adults at six. God, that is awesome. So then, all right, what year or what age did you start playing guitar? That was around eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve. I think twelve. Self twelve. <laughs> Self-taught or did you take lessons? From no, that so too? I start. I took lessons from Jim Bowley, who is a guitar teacher in Harford County. He's amazing. He's taught me everything I know. From then on, about okay. music and music theory and guitar, and we even did songwriting together. And he's still my music mentor, like today. Um, I just saw him in Nashville, actually, really? a few weeks ago. He came to visit, yeah. So. Do me a favor, explain to everybody because I've a lot of people don't understand music. What is music theory? Music theory is the science behind music. Um, it's numbers. <laughs> really hard to explain to like. Uh, um, it's it's really the science behind music and how chords are made and how what makes music sound good. So technically, if you're going to be a musician, it's something you should definitely take. Yeah, it helps a lot. I sure. th I, agree. It, I have to agree with you. There. It really makes it makes sense why why certain chords sound good together and certain right. melodies sound good with certain chords due to the science behind music. That's it's one really of the numbers and it, one of the science. things I give my son kudos to. You know, for he did actually take music theory, and I think that helped improve. Yeah. Um, you listen to some of these punk rock artists, I don't think they <laughs> know what music theory is. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you, you did that, and then in high school, you were playing in a local band, right? Yeah, so in high school, I was the lead singer of Crying Out Loud. We were a rock cover band. Um, we played all kinds of rock music and pop rock um, from... Bon Jovi to Guns N' Roses to No Doubt. We played everything. Oh, wow. um, so we played around Harford County, like you said, First Fridays, and we played at Looney's, <laughs> and we played at, I don't even know, the Just Tower. Just a, a lot of the clubs yeah. in yeah. Harford County. And we were all really young. I was the youngest, I believe, and I was 16, 15, 16, 17 at the time. Wow. Yeah. All right, so you did that, then went off to college, right? Then I went to college after high school, um, and I went to St. Joseph's University in Philadelphia. Okay. I did not know, I think I was just too young to kind of commit to moving super far away um, for music at that time. I didn't know really what I wanted to do. 
um, I knew I loved music and I knew I would always play music, but I just think you're just so young when you're 17 trying to pick a college. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I picked a college that kind of had, it was liberal arts and they had a bunch of different options. So I ended up majoring in communication studies. And oh, wow. then I did a double minor in music and music industry. So the music minor was just, was playing music and singing. and. Um, I took different various lessons of in different instruments, and then the music industry was music business classes. And so that's what you're in now. And now I work in the music business. Really? No, no, not time. just as a musician, but doing what? So I currently work at BMI, which is Broadcast Music Incorporated. Really? Yep. And that's what I do full time. Many people don't know that I actually have a real job. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the Nashville scene, music scene, is very, very interesting, and most people don't know that you don't make money playing music in Nashville. Um, <laughs> so <No. laughs> it's really hard to, and for the first six months when I lived there, I, I didn't have a full-time job. I worked at a restaurant and played music full-time. Um, you don't get paid, so you only make tips from the tourists that are visiting um, Nashville, if you're playing on Broadway, right. I should specify. Um, so that's what I did full time and it was awesome and I learned so much in those six months but I was really craving a steady job and a steady lifestyle and there's not really a schedule when you're playing on Broadway and you never know how much to have a living just making tips right so it was definitely a learning experience and I really wanted to put my degree to use um, that I worked really hard for in college so started applying and networking um, and kind of applied to a bunch of jobs and ended up meeting somebody who connected me with BMI, which is where I'm at now. And you, now, and you're playing everywhere too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're still playing the clubs down there. Yeah. And then when you come up here, you're playing the clubs. Yeah. But you, you're not in a band now, right? You're strictly solo. No, yeah, I'm a solo artist now. So um, when I play here, I just play by myself with my acoustic guitar. And then when I play in Nashville, it varies. I could play just by myself. Right. There's, there's things called songwriter rounds, um, and that's where it's an, about an hour slot, and you sing your only only original music, and you're set up with a few other writers, and you play at a venue, whatever that may be, um, and you each play in a round, so you'll each take a turn playing a song, and it goes in a round. That's so that awesome. Way, yeah, it's really cool. So that's something I do in Nashville quite often. And then I play on Broadway, which is the main strip of clubs right. um, in downtown Nashville. And that's where you make the tourist money. Now, are you still playing the rock? With bands. The With bands, yeah. So I'm, yeah, okay. I'm the front man of, right. of the bands. Front woman. Front woman. <laughs> <laughs> front woman of, yeah, ba cover bands down there. But, yeah. you're st but you're still playing the rock and pop rock and all that. Yeah. It's mostly like country, southern rock, rock, and some pop. Well, that's all I think because Nashville, a lot of people think if you're in Nashville, it's strictly country. It's really not. not the no, case, it's not. Right? It's There's a lot of rock. It's it's really party music, like kind of what you would think of as a wedding band okay. set list. Um, people want to dance. I mean, we definitely throw a lot more country in than, I guess, your typical wedding set list. But... <laughs> Um, it's it's really all about requests because, like I said, that's how the musicians on Broadway make their living. Right. Is taking requests um, and playing whatever the, the crowd wants to hear. See, that's awesome, too, because how many musicians do you see that actually play requests? 
Well, tell yeah. me what, when your first boss on Broadway gave you a list. Yeah, so when I first started playing, I had, they gave us a set list of 200 or 300 songs that we kind of had to know. Um, wow. The general hits, I guess you could call it. And then you're kind of supposed to, the, the, the longer you're there, the more songs you're supposed to be able to, to just play um, right off the bat. So, so you're, it's like you're in college again because you're <laughs> learning. I mean, it's, yeah. how long does it take bands just to learn one set list? Well, that's the thing. You <laughs> don't, so I don't have a set band. Right. So everybody who's a working musician is their own solo like entity. So there's a drummer that gets called to show up to a 10 o'clock slot. There's a bass player that gets called, and most of the time I don't know them. So you just go up there on stage and you shake hands, and you all know that set list that you were given that whenever you awesome. started. And you, I call the call out the songs, and they play the song, and everybody just knows their part, and it just meshes together. I mean, granted, of course, there are plenty of times where you know we have to fumble through something, or somebody requests a random song, and. They pay us a lot of money, so we play it anyway, <laughs> and we've never played it before. Um, That's the way jam sessions should really be. You know? <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a constant jam session, and it's you get such a sense of like you're so proud of yourself when you get through a song. Yeah. You've never even met these people before. That is awesome. So I mean, it is really a lot of fun. How come they don't have anything like that up here? I have no idea. Well, you because need people, to do that <laughs> because people get paid here. You get paid hourly here, right? And because there's not as much, there's not as many musicians. True. Yeah. Now, how old were you when you started writing songs? Well, if you tell me five. I'm done. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I I have to admit that writing is something that I'm still definitely learning, learning and right. working on, and it was never my strongest field in music whatsoever. I'm definitely more confident in my musician ability, like my ability to sing and my ability to play guitar. Right. Um, writing is something I've always was a lot less confident in, um, but moving to Nashville has really helped with that a lot. Um, but I started, I guess you could say, 13. writing, yeah, 13 or, you know, in my young teens, but seriously writing, really not until I moved to Nashville. Now, strictly lyrics, or are you actually writing the notes and everything? Oh, full well? songs, yeah. Full songs, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I couldn't do that part. <laughs> The music comes a lot easier to me than the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. I could write down lyrics, but <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, when I was playing, I couldn't write a note. When you started, I mean, five, I guess it's kind of hard to say who was your influence at five, but to, I guess as you get older, because you, you're learning more music, mm -hmm. more musicians, who was your biggest, one of your biggest influences? Yeah. Um, well, I consider, you know, it's, one of the things that an artist has to discover is what their sound is, because that's what right. makes you unique and stand out, and especially in Nashville, and there's a million blonde songwriters that are my age. <laughs> um, it's really important to to figure out what your sound is, and if, if your sound's unique, then that you know helps you get noticed. But right. I've always considered my sound to be a little bit more soulful and more bluesy rock. I guess I have kind of a raspy voice. Um, and so I always think that my influences are like the rockers, um, Janis Joplin oh. and, you know, <laughs> now that I'm playing a lot more country I, and I love country, um, Bonnie Raitt is amazing. And then there's Cheryl Crow, who's 
a mix of everything. She's got the rasp, but she also has the pop right. and a little bit of country. And I think that's that's kind of the sound that I go for sometimes as well. So, um, and then there's Miranda Lambert who is strictly country, but she also has the rock aspect right. that I really love. So, those are some main female influences that I always kind of stick to. All right, so singing wise, you, oh my God, Janice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and Bonnie Raitt, I love. What about as far as guitar? Um, well, you can throw Bonnie Raitt in there too. Yeah, well, she's incredible. One of the greatest, yeah, I think female guitarist. Yes, yeah, her slide guitar is incredible. Um, well, I think just I learned guitar to accompany my singing. Okay. Um, because I wanted to be able to you know go out and play by myself, and piano wasn't an option for that. <laughs> so. I think that um, my guitar playing, I think it's it's pretty great, but thanks to my guitar teacher who I, like I said, owe all of my skills to. Um, but I I don't model my guitar playing off of anyone. Okay. I think I'm more of a singer, songwriter, guitar player. So you're basically, you're, you're, you're well, you're yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why my son gets mad at me when I say Steve Ray Vaughan reincarnated. <laughs> no, I'm not on myself, so. <laughs> Uh, how often do you get back up this way in the Harford County to play? Um, Especially now that you're living in Nashville. Yeah, well, definitely over Christmas. So that's at least once a year. Hopefully more. <laughs> My first year in Nashville, I didn't come home as much just because right. I was spending so much time networking. I moved there not knowing a s- single person. <laughs> um, that's got to be hard. It was hard. Definitely hard at first. But I spent a lot of time just trying to meet people. Right. So... Um, that kind of hindered me coming home more often, but 2019 I would definitely like to come home a little bit more now that I have my vacation days with work and <laughs> Yeah Isn't it nice you get a full-time job mm-hmm. and you get that vacation built up? Yeah, it is nice I'm and then going I, out. <laughs> Yeah, definitely Now, I was going to say, do you drive up or do you fly up? I fly, 14 you fly hours with your friend that's a flight attendant, right? Yeah There yeah. you go um, Yeah, I fly It's, okay. it's a, an hour and 15 minute flight it's super easy is it me or does it seem like Harford County lately has is is turning out more musicians I, mean, I think more and more are coming out I, yeah more. I don't right. know what, I mean I don't know any young well the only other one I can think of that's as, as young as Piper is Chris well actually he might be younger Chris Monahan yeah, yeah. yeah he's a few years younger than me and Liz Cooper yeah, I she's think Liz awesome. is about your your age, maybe a little bit older. She's a year older than me. She's well, she really goes by doing Liz well. Cooper. Yeah, Liz Cooper in the Stampede. She's in Nashville. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Emma she's from, Yeah, actually, her father used to be in, in the <laughs> Job of the Alliance Club. Uh, actually. Cool. Yeah, she's really doing well for herself. She's touring. Yeah. And, yeah. She's a different genre, but she is. But it's more it's great to see that it's still. Oh yeah, you breeding more and more. Breeding at, yeah. yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm gonna shoot my trees, but I mean, growing up, I remember, you know, you had going to Hammerjacks and all that, but not as much country. It was more rock, you know, yeah. kicks, um, the country, the crack the sky, the Ravens, all of them. In the last decade, I think country, because I never listened to country, but the young people started listening. To yeah, it, like in the last ten years, I think. All right, I got to ask you this about country. <laughs> today's country or true country? Definitely. Country western or today's country? Definitely true country, country western. Okay. I don't really listen to... Today's country, is it's pop. 
I mean, there's yeah, no... With a couple exceptions, like Chris exceptions. Stapleton. Correct, and oh. he is my all-time favorite. Is he really? I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan, yeah. Um, I've seen him a few times live. He's incredible. Him and his wife, oh, they're amazing. <laughs> but she's a great, phenomenal singer, by the way. Um, but she's a musician, too? Musician? She sings, yeah, she sings harmony she's with him. She's always the female on stage with him. That's really? And I, li- I was actually listening to a different podcast that was talking about how she was trying to be her own artist and just didn't. Mm-hmm. There's just women in the music, especially country music industry. Right. I mean, it's horrible right now in Nashville. I mean, there's articles every day about how the the charts is it's all men. Really? Um, I mean, I think there was one. It hit a record. It was like the least women on the charts in since nineteen ninety something. I was gonna say because it seemed like there in the nineties. Yeah. There was Faith a ton Hill of them. and yeah. Yeah, you know, like Faith Hill, Martina mm-hmm. McBride. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, tons. But yeah, so it, it's it's a it's an issue right now, especially in the music music business, and so. I'm not even sure where I was going at. Going like that. <laughs> We're <laughs> talking about Chris Stapleton and his oh, wife. Oh, Chris Stapleton, yeah. His wife, um, I guess she was trying to pursue her own artist career and just didn't make it. Wow. And she's super talented. Well, he, And he was writing for years first. Right? Yeah, he was, was a writer he? first, okay. yeah. Man, mm-hmm. say that? Yeah. You, you keep the writing going, you never know. Yeah. That's how a lot, of, a lot of writers who want to be artists, they kind of start out with writing and get discovered through one of their songs and then become yeah. an artist but just think maybe at the next cmt awards chris stapleton will call you up to perform with <sighs> you. and then after you get up from fainting <laughs> <laughs> right i would probably faint. now any um advice to any young because i i mean if young musicians a lot of them give up too quickly yeah. obviously you haven't so any any advice for any of them out there? I mean, it's definitely really hard to continue and not quit. I mean, there's been plenty of times where, mostly in that, here I come home and I feel so much more, there's not as many musicians, so right. it's a lot easier to be heard and, um, you know, get your music out to people. But when you go to Nashville, you, f- you realize that there's so much talent in this world um, in that city alone and there's so much competition and you kind of just have to not think about it that way and just put that aside and stick with what you love and if you really love it you won't stop doing it because you'll realize so quickly how unhappy you are right. with, with without music in your life and I think even when I started with my full-time job and I wasn't playing music full-time when I say full-time like five or six days a week now I only play once or twice a week um, and I realized it was a huge adjustment for me, and I realized I need to be able to play as much as I possibly can, even if I'm working right. a 40-hour work week, because it's part of you. And I think it's if the passion's there, then you'll then you won't. You're not stop. gonna give it up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right, 2019 first album. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I I don't know about an album, but I, I'm hoping maybe some something to something concrete to give to people maybe like an ep or right. just some demos even if it's one digital download yeah or definitely a single i don't know um but yeah I, I definitely have some songs that i've written now with actually another fellow harford county nashvillian <laughs> um her name's julian Irwin, and she is a few years older than me but she's lived in nashville since college she went to belmont and her and i connected just wow. knowing each other 
not well. We didn't know each other hardly at all, but, right. you know, from both being from Hartford County, and we write together at least once a month now um, with her and then another our other writer friend named Lenny Martelli. He's from Philadelphia. He lives in Nashville, too, and we write together really well, and we've written some amazing songs um, that I'm really excited about, so... How do you do? Because, I mean, years I used to write a lot when I was younger, mm -hmm. when I played. And I found it harder to write with other people yeah. than writing by myself. I completely disagree with that. Really? You find yeah. it a lot easier? It's it's a lot easier to just bounce um, ideas, ideas off of each okay. other. Yeah, so you kind of go into, it's 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 called you have a right. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. Like, <laughs> I never even knew it was a thing until I got to Nashville. And you set up a meeting. It's basically like a session, a writing session with people. And... You could know them, you could not know them. I've written with people, strangers before. Um, and you set up a time and you meet in somebody's house or there's writing rooms all over Nashville. It's just basically a room with chairs. <laughs> and you um, bring your guitar or not and some notebooks and computers and you bring your ideas that you have and you just kind of bounce them off of each other and then you pick one that works and you go from there. Boy, networking down there is a lot different than everywhere else, isn't it? <laughs> because everyone has talent there. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And it's crazy how fast you can write a full song, like, you know, bridge, choruses, verses. In, I mean, we finish songs in under two hours. And what? You, you walk out of there and you feel so accomplished. It's like you did everything you needed to do that day. You got it all done. Really it's the best good. feeling. They're really good. Yeah. And there's times you'll go into a write and... You won't finish the song, and right. you'll say, oh, "Okay, we'll, we'll stop here," because you just can't. If you, if you hit a breaking point, you just can't do it anymore. And you come back and reconvene, and usually you can finish it. And if not, then you start something new. You always carry a notepad, or well, nowadays phone. It's right? really my phone. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'll sing into my phone and like just random la la la's and bring that to a write. Or people will write down title ideas <laughs> um, and bring those and. It's really, really cool. I mean, I I struggled writing alone before right. Nashville, and I mean, I only had a few songs that I would even play out publicly. Um, well, you're hard on yourself, I think, when you're an artist. But now I have a lot more, and I just can't wait for more and more to come in 2019. Right. I think it will. <laughs> I hope so. And, yeah, and we know once that first, the first EP, CD, I don't even know what they call it now. <laughs> it's, well, vinyl's back, so we could say album. Yeah. It's released. I, I just have a funny feeling that you're you're going to be going around the States and everything. Oh, well, thank you. That's, I, I, that's my prediction. I say within five years, Stapleton's going to have you up <laughs> on stage with him. Oh, my goodness. You watch. See, and then that, you're up there saying, Rich Bennett said this would happen. <laughs> That's my only hope. <laughs> It'd be like, That would make my life, yeah. <laughs> make it a lot better. So oh, now, yeah. are you, you planning on staying down in Nashville? or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have no idea what the future has in store, but I'm loving it. And like I said, I, I like my job. I work for songwriters um, during the day. And at night, I'm playing and on the weekends playing and writing whenever I can. Right. So. Um, it's always busy and you never run out of things to do um, but yeah I love it so at, at BMI that's the same one that's the, it's BMI ASCAP mm -hmm. that handles the music licensing yep. right yep okay. competitors but yeah the, so BMI ASCAP CSAP competi competitors unless you're a venue where you, you have to pay those licensing yeah, fees yeah. right yeah so I work on the other side so okay. um, there's a licensing department who they collect the money from the venues or 
radio stations or whatever that right. play the music. And then I work for the writers. So um, I'm basically an account manager. So I'm, I'm managing songwriters' accounts and working with their business managers and their finance people and um, making sure that their songs are inputted into our system correctly. And then I also run our billboard charts. Um, so oh, I'm... Wow. Yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite part of the job is I receive the charts that come out each week and then go through and kind of pick out which songs have our BMI writers on there and make sure that their information is set up with the songs correctly. So, so you can, I mean, that's a good company to hook up with because you can make a career out of that. Yeah. I don't think they're going anywhere. Mm -mm. It's the biggest one in the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing company. Man, yeah. I'm the, I'm the Nashville. Can you do a job there? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I can refer you. Yeah, probably not. They'll probably say, "Yeah, you're too old. You can be a janitor or something." <laughs> you know. So. No. <laughs> well, I want to thank you very much for coming on, and best of luck to you. Thank um, you so much. Oh, website. Tell everybody your website. Yes, my website is www.piperbatemanmusic.com. I also have a Facebook page, Piper Bateman Music, um, and my Instagram is Piper Bateman as well. And so, no Spotify or nothing yet, right? Not yet, but keep an eye out. <laughs> keep an ear out. Keep, <laughs> keep an eye and ear out. You yeah. got to see it first, true, though. True. Um, God, th no, seriously, thanks a lot for coming on. And uh, glad, glad I featured you just in time, right before the holidays. Because yeah. I had no idea that you were living down in Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's it, awesome. It's like, that's why I said, you know, would you like to come on the podcast? And you said, well, I'll be up. Huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Great cool. Timing. That it works. I'd uh, love to get some more musicians on here as well. Yeah. I had to get a hold of Chris, actually, Monahan. Yeah, he's awesome. Didn't he? He's not living down in Nashville. He is. Yeah, he's in Nashville, mm -hmm. too. He moved there before I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought he was still in high school. <laughs> he moved right after high school. He moved right after really? high school, yeah. Now, it, it, Trisha isn't down there with him, is she? She's no. still up here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Man, well, you guys moved down to Nashville. Yeah. Jeez. Well, thanks again. And if you'd like to be on the Hartford County Living Podcast, it is free to come on. Definitely give us a call, 443-982-0250, or email podcast at hartfordcountyliving.com. PiperBatemanMusic.com. Check it out. You know, and soon you'll, you'll see her on stage with Chris Stapleton, I guarantee it. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much. Time is running out. If you haven't gone online and voted in the Harford County Living Community Choice Awards yet, do so. You have up until February 28th. You could pick things such as what is your favorite local ice cream stop? What is your favorite local coffee place? Who is your favorite local radio personality? Keep in mind, the key word here is local. And when I say local, we mean local. None of these franchises, so I'm not going to mention any names here, but you know the deal. Support local, that's the key, that's why we do this. So, go on HartfordCountyLiving.com. You have until February 28th to vote for your favorites.